3: Hey everybody, you might have noticed there's no music or anything right now. Uh that's just because uh I'm I jumped in here to say uh the how we usually edit these episodes, uh software on Adam's computer uh seems to have fucked up. So um like we said in the episode, we're doing this like hours before. We need we uh figure we need to put this out. Um if you're new and this is your first episode, I promise our quality is usually better than this. Uh this episode was barely edited uh at all compared to our other ones but um look uh we could have just missed this week i guess but we decided to trick on through it um so this is probably all unpleasant uh it's gonna be more unpleasant i'm going to sing um uh let's go with uh the seinfeld theme song uh and then it's gonna be a hard cut into the episode um yeah that's it here we go Bum ba-dum-ba-boom dum 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 I don't know the fucking Sunfelt thing song. Enjoy the episode, please. Hello and welcome to In-Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of all our favorite fictional universes. I'm Andrew. I'm Adam. I just steamrolled through that one. We weren't going to get through that one anytime soon. It's all good. It's cool. Uh Uh-oh. I think my niece was knocking at the door. Anyways... (laughs) we're not doing this intro again so fuck you guys you gotta deal with it (laughs) enjoy today we're talking about um in no (laughs) we're not talking about i'm so i'm so fucking sorry my brain feels like it's mush and i'm trying we're recording this like hours before we need to post it and 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 we we don't have a choice so this is what you're getting <laughs> Anyways, without any further ado, we're talking we got a
2: lot of ado. <laughs> we're
3: talking Green Lantern,
2: Green Lantern, baby, <laughs> the yeah, Emerald Knight, punk. the Cop from Space. A cab includes yeah. Green <laughs>
3: Yeah, look, um we we like these just pick a superhero or superhero yeah, fun thing. for us. We like episodes comic and we like. it's pretty easy to bullshit when you're on the spot and you're like, hey, we need an episode in the next 6 hours
2: <laughs> and and this is a character I know. Well, up to a certain point quite a bit. Ooh, yeah, um I know probably Jeff Johns. Yeah, I know stick? the Jeff Johns run. I know uh decent amounts of prior to Jeff Johns. Yeah,
3: the- I don't know any of the new shit really like i no, know some yeah. of the big beats like simon baz i know who he yeah, is I,
2: I, I tried to keep up a little bit into new 52 because new 52 green lantern is one of those i think it's that and batman they just decided hey what if we didn't stop continuity yeah yeah
3: it was like it was like uh yeah no relaxed. was condemned. still a thing like- i batman was condensed green lantern wasn't was really confusing yeah, was, on what was and wasn't it was like did and didn't happen
2: super confusing because one it was still written i think at the very beginning by jeff johns and it was mm-hmm. clear he didn't want to break his stride yeah he so didn't he want just to fucking continued. scrap everything yeah and and it was funny because i i can remember there was a cutoff point where after Jeff Johns, who, look, yeah, uh, from what I've heard, kind of a shit person these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't actually know much about that situation. Uh, I know Ray Fisher is pretty uh, open about how shitty he is, so... <clears throat> <he's> oh. prob-
3: <laughs> I try to mute myself so I can burp, but I turned off my camera.
2: <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, for, look, as far as I'm aware, Jeff Johns is a piece of shit, um, but this was prior to us knowing that, and his comics are still relatively yeah, good. Yeah, look,
3: just, shit comics, people can make good art. It, that's, that's a, a lot fact of life.
2: Show. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and hey, if it makes you feel better, his more recent stuff that he's been doing, not very good. Doomsday yeah. kind of shit.
3: Yeah. The button? Yeah, there was a lot of cool. Um, I guess this is sort of just because Jeff Childs, there's a lot of uh stuff that I was like, oh, that sounds pretty sweet. The fact that they were b- kind of bringing in Watchmen and Dr. Manhattan was going to be a big deal of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that could be an interesting thing. None of it was. It, it wasn't, wasn't. It wasn't. It was, even
2: <laughs> if I tried to give them the benefit of the doubt, but in premise, at least. Uh... It just sort of slaps in the face of what Watchmen is really like a Yeah.
3: And and it was like it was weird how they try to make it important. Yeah, well, it like the work. button being a big deal. Yeah. Like I know that's like an iconic thing and it's watch an iconic
2: thing, but it is just a button.
3: Yeah, I don't I don't get it. Anyways, <laughs> Green, Green Lantern. Yeah,
2: so yeah, that that was just a little bit of a yeah. preamble so you that know anybody who gets listening. really shafted in New 52. Is it Green Kyle? Lantern. It's fucking Kyle, dude. Not really. Okay, so Kyle has one run that I actually really like called um New Guardian. Mm-hmm. where kyle rayner along with a bunch of the secondary characters from the other lantern course so not saint walker but mm-hmm. uh the elephant guy i forget his name
3: oh yeah um, um, brother i'm not gonna get it off the top yeah. of my i, I had it a bit Odin, ago i think that's the planet that's the planet that's yeah. Oh, oh yeah um Odin. yeah um all right look um I should have a lot of that useless Green Lantern information locked and loaded because we just started playing our Green Lantern Adam RPG again. Um, but
2: now that it seems to useful yeah. <laughs> to me, it's, it seems locked away. Uh, yeah, but it, it's people like that. It's not Sinestro from the Sinestro Core, it's secondary character Arkillo. Or mm-hmm. it's not Atrocitus, it's Belize, that kind of shit. It should have um, just been Dexter. It should have been, honestly. But um, the idea is that they're sort of trying to create a coalition of the Lantern users that aren't connected mm-hmm. to, like, oh, the Guardians or the Controllers or the Xamarons. Zama- yeah. Yeah. Um, just like, a, hey, we needed to come together for Blackest Night. Maybe let's make it easier to do that by having, like, a small alliance. Yeah,
3: like yeah, I, I get the idea. You get you basically make a small bridge between the different lantern right. cores and everything, and it's easier to work together when shit like that happens.
2: And that comic starts off pretty good. It's it's pretty sick Green Lantern sci-fi adventure. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in space, they find what is essentially like a planetarium that's mm-hmm. to scale. Um, so like it's a big artificial sun. With big metal bars that go out to planets that are contained in these yeah, things. Dude. And inside, uh, they... And so the New 52 tries to put uh, Tamaranians back in. It tries to be like, they're from this place. Um, and there's some cool ideas there. Uh, but I think the biggest thing with him is that he became a white lantern. And mm-hmm. could start using the other uh, emotional spectrum abilities by feeling that emotion. Uh, and that started off all right, but then they kind of just abandoned it.
3: Yeah, that, that's what I meant from uh, him. For one, it's really confusing on him on what, like, his origin was. Was yeah, like, it, like, there was, was he, like, the only Green Lantern at the time when he first showed yeah, up yeah, and yeah. everything? It was
2: his ring special and create mm-hmm. extra rings?
3: And then uh, th- there's stuff like that. And then, like he just gets dropped at a certain point. Yeah, and, like it's, it's
2: clear no. Shows really up and knows what to do with him. So yeah, which just kind of ignores.
3: Which fucking blows. He rules. Yeah, and like on
2: paper, I don't dislike the new lanterns they bring in. I think mm-hmm. Simon Baz has some interesting ideas that could. But I, but I, I think everybody knows that he doesn't really have the legs to stand on because nobody wants to use him nowadays either. Yeah,
3: no one wants to use him and. Like when he is used, he's with Jessica Cruz, right. who I I think most people think is just a much more, more interesting, interesting. Yeah. lantern. And so like that that they had to kind of partner them from like the get, and then whenever they're not like together, people are like, I don't really yeah. care too much.
2: Like, and then he,
3: uh yeah, there's uh you could I was oh, gonna yeah, move uh, on from yeah. Saturday.
2: Just uh like I think. I think him juggling his religion with Mm -hmm. the Lantern Corps could have been a cool idea. Uh, It was at least quasi-interesting that he was like, hey, I'm the practical Green Lantern, even though that was kind of Jon Stewart's shtick. Yeah. He was like, I'm the practical Green Lantern. If my ring runs out of charge, I'm going to carry around this. Yeah, like, it's a good idea. I would. But, uh, but yeah, I think everybody just kind of realized, oh, we don't really know what to do with this guy.
3: Yeah, and then, they, so I feel like that's a problem with all the new lanterns. And so whenever they run out of ideas or whatever for the ones they introduced, like, okay, let's just make another one. And now there's like so many human green lanterns. Yeah, I mean,
2: it was always like, a problem in DC Comics. That, yeah, there was like was four
3: time. of them. Yeah, there, at one time, there was four active human green lanterns and and they tried
2: to jump around that uh with like oh uh john stewart and i think for a time guy Gardner. they weren't regular green lanterns they were honor guard Mm -hmm. uh, and that's why they got to be humans too but and kind of hang around but they weren't like required to do all the other stuff that. that yeah well
3: yeah honor guard is just you're a green lantern but you don't have a specific sector you're like you could be a green lantern anywhere which is a weird thing that like they're like oh yeah we put all the green lanterns they have their own sectors but they're like jurisdiction is only in their sector so like they can only like actually do their job like they could help out i guess if there's like a big crisis but it's weird to restrict that like all the green lanterns should be honor guard green lanterns is yeah. what i'm
2: saying and like like they don't get any extra abilities yeah no they just
3: they the guardians are like hey you're allowed to green lantern in any
2: sector you want weird Uh, but yeah yeah. that's that's how they tried to get around the whole hey why does earth have so many green lanterns Mm -hmm. uh but now they've just kind of been like nah earth just gets a ton i guess
3: yeah look i'll i in my head canon, they probably mention it, is Earth kind of fucking needs it. Like I know it's already got heaps of superheroes, but like if there's a crisis going on, it starts on Earth.
2: Yeah, there, there's that, and uh, I think the specific reasoning behind it is mentioned in, I want to say the ending climax of Blackest Night, because um, the idea is mm-hmm. they, they start pulling the white entity of the White Lantern Corps out mm-hmm. of the Earth and it's like, Yeah, that's why Earth needs so many lanterns. We wanted to protect like the entity of life.
3: Yeah, which like i guess is a good reason but like that you fucking guardians <laughs> yeah. did not did that was no. not something you were fucking doing you were like oh fuck earth and all the you if that was the case you'd be like oh yeah let's send eight a- alien green yeah. lanterns over if, to her if that
2: was the case how come avensor was kind of just the only one for earth, yeah for
3: exactly um but uh, yeah, that's, that's some of my gripes with the guard. I have a lot of gripes with the Guardians and how they choose to well, run That's things.
2: the weirdest thing. So comics in general have a problem with uh, status quo just having to remain. That's just how mm-hmm. comics work. But it's almost as though, and I know Johns does it a bunch of times, but I think subsequent writers have also done it where it's revealed, oh no, the Guardians are kind of shit and did bad stuff and are currently doing bad stuff. Now the guardians yeah. are the villain, and then like by the at the end of all every single one of those arcs, it's like all right, well now we work for the guardians again, and yeah, kind of
3: like uh, it it's kind of like, and I'm I'm cool with this because I think it makes it more interesting. Well, for one uh one of my things is yeah they they get revealed that they're doing bad stuff uh but a lot of my problems is with how they're supposed to be doing the good stuff they seem bad at it but uh other than that is it's usually like oh they like tried to do these things but they're not perfect they made mistakes and it's like yeah. yeah okay that that you don't want a perfect being that makes like, a character or a lot of
2: their but, mistakes derived from the fact that they don't experience emotion yeah they, they choose to ignore it
3: but when you have them make very similar mistakes over and over and over and over again you kind of think hey, maybe we should not let these assholes have all this power yeah. in the universe. And,
2: and I know it's John's fault because he started it with, with the other color lanterns. That, mm-hmm. That's his doing. That didn't exist besides yellow for a long time. Yeah, and uh, which I really like. I, I like it. I think it's, it's a hey, cool it's... idea. It expands the universe in a cool way. Uh, but the flip side of that is subsequent writers have also decided they want to expand the lore of the Green Lantern mm-hmm. Corps. And that's when they bring in stuff like the first lantern, ballho mm-hmm. and, and all it's... of that, and it's like this is this is dumb, don't do this,
3: yeah, no it's it, it, you really gotta know what you're doing with that, otherwise it's just pretty lame and goofy stuff, like uh what was it uh, the
2: ultraviolet lanterns yeah. or whatever that
3: happened not too long ago that was ago. a run
2: from i want to say and if i'm wrong chalk it up to me disliking him as a writer but i'm pretty sure it is from the scott snyder run of yeah, justice look, League.
3: he introduces so many <laughs> dumb bullshit uh, and it was,
2: it was in that moment after the source that's, that's my
3: found. vaguest issue with scott snyder hold on to that thought before you forget is i'm fine with a bad writer who goes and writes a story and it's a self-contained story or whatever but fucking scott snyder needs to keep introducing these big universe changing like Elements but, into,
2: yeah, like the thing that's the only way he can find a story. And it's, and,
3: and all of them suck. The fucking speed forces, the different oh, the types of speed forces, forces yeah. suck. The lanterns suck. The fucking metals uh, he's trying <sighs> to work with suck. All of these concepts are bad. They're the concepts, and I've literally had this where i i'm like fucking watch i'm reading this uh, like some scott snyder shit or i see something new he introduced because i stopped reading and it just pops up because i follow a whole bunch of comic shit it's like oh this is a cool new thing scott snyder did i i have the thought oh i thought of a similar thing when i was 12 and i now (laughs) realize it was a dog (laughs) shit dumb
2: idea And, and with a lot of them I think you're right. They're just dog shit. Like the the sage force and the strength force. All of those suck shit. The the one force I kind of,
3: uh, I'm kind of like not against is the still force because I think that the turtle has similar Yeah, the turtle has that and I think it makes more sense as kind of a negative version of the speed force. Yeah. Well,
2: um, 'cause John's introduced the negative speed force, that's his doing as well. He mm-hmm. did that in flash rebirth um, and I didn't dislike it because it was uh a take on energy, you know it would it's not the opposite of the speed force it's just a different polarity of the yeah speed force. yeah
3: it's the opposite polarity right. of the
2: speed force um a positive but it's, charge and negative charge yeah that, are, are that makes sense and they're not like opposites really like they don't mm-hmm. do opposite things like bizarro style Mm -hmm. whereas the still force which i don't you're right i don't hate because the turtle basically already did
3: yeah it's 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 way less offensive than any of the other forces um
2: but yeah so like like you said he tried to do something with the ultraviolet lantern core and and in or the the what is it non-visible emotional spectrum or whatever Mm -hmm. isn't the worst idea in the world you know like i could see you doing something with like repressed emotions or or takes on existing colors, because that's kind of what, you know, the, the invisible spectrum looks like. Ultraviolet is violet, mm-hmm. but different, or infrared is red, but different. And I could see you doing something with that. That would be interesting. You know, it's not impossible for me to to, to wrap my head around.
3: Yeah, and and there's a thing where... Not all the emotions are covered, but kind of all the light colors are covered. Right. Like unless you start going like, "Oh, this is light blue." Yeah, and this is, I'm, I'm uh, teal lantern. But like, there's like, there's like, there's not a one for just pure joy,
2: the, which, is which they do introduce could, later. Yeah, uh, gold. Uh, or um, even, even like, like gold is just yellow. Like, yeah,
3: even know. like sadness or hunger might be a good hunger one. There's a lot of good land. Greed
2: would be hunger
3: yeah it. it but it, there's a like lot the, of good
2: yeah. there's, there, it, there's there are, a lot of emotions that are like, untapped like red is rage and i could see infrared being like hatred even mm-hmm. something an, an offshoot but with nuance to it it is a different thing mm-hmm. and I could, I could understand how that might be a cool idea but the way that it's written it's just not one yes. the entire the 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 ethos i suppose of the of the invisible spectrum is in the visible spectrum and this is almost a direct quote it is a pair paraphrase but it's almost a direct quote because i remember reading something very similar to this
3: yeah okay
2: in the visible spectrum you control the rings and the light in the invisible mm-hmm. spectrum the ring controls you yeah and it's dumb bullshit details like that which ruins his
3: whole even if it's a even it's a if it's a concept that has lay he
2: fucking trips it with yeah. fucking dumb I shit like that to be deep i guess yeah it's, it doesn't it's work not, it's or fucking... like like instead of uh an entity say like the butcher or ion and, and we're getting real into the weeds if you're not a Greenlander, oh, yeah, and you're yeah. listening to this sorry um but yeah instead of a, an entity like that powering their rings they're they're powered by i think it's umbraxis the dark galaxy
3: oh yeah i think i remember who, that.
2: who is basically just starro again it's just a mind control force <laughs> but less interesting because it's not a starfish uh but yeah that's that's some of the stuff that is, has pushed me away from reading green lantern as a well look
3: it, to be fair a lot of that stuff is the same in the same bag as the stuff that's pushed uh, us from reading Even comics, comics as a whole yeah
2: yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot of the same areas. That it's
3: yeah, it's such a tricky like tr- line. Green Lantern is such a hard nail to hit on the head to introduce new concepts yeah like
2: sometimes it can be done really well and and look it may sound like we're fucking sucking johns off but uh one he was a really good writer for a long time (laughs) everybody thought so his run on aquaman is still considered really good yeah uh but two he's not perfect i think a lot Mm -hmm. of i think a lot of the the other color lanterns are really one note they're not nearly as thought out as the green lantern corner. yeah no uh, and some of them are clearly laden with "Ooh, wouldn't this be interesting foreshadowing that goes nowhere like yeah like the indigo lanterns um oath is written entirely in the made-up indigo lantern mm-hmm. language but at the very end of it one of the only things you can read is the word abin sewer and so you're like oh Ab-in-sewer what the fuck has is that something to do with this but that goes nowhere, as far as I know. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't I don't, become I don't anything.
3: Yeah. No. It's. It's a lot of. And then there's a lot of things where you could see he try to make things like fit and like, uh, like into like the ideas of pre-existing things, like with um, the with the emotional spectrum and everything, and with like the yellow ring or the yellow ring is fear. But like, why does some of the emotional spectrum worry about like what you feel and why is it like what you instill in others like I think fear and hope are the only ones that are like, Uh, oh, this is how you make other people feel
2: fear hope and uh, to a lesser extent compassion. Or, or, yeah. no because I, I, I think it's about you feeling empathy but there's a reveal in the i do believe it's the new 52 comics mm. that the the indigo lanterns don't actually feel empathy their ranks are made up of the worst criminals throughout the galaxy who have an indigo ring forced upon their finger which forces them to feel empathy
3: oh i see
2: so yeah the that's... idea being that like uh, yes see that's
3: that's so uh, it's so hard to like n- add something new to the universe and make it fit well and everything there was one thing I saw uh, um, I was saw the other day I w- that I wasn't like oh that's not too bad I kind of liked the idea and um, I really liked it because it wasn't so deeply explored a lot of like the lore behind it was sort of implied I was reading the comic batman universe and the MacGuffin of
2: that comic which
3: uh, i'll say for modern comics i actually had a lot of fun with that yeah i mean it that felt... was written
2: by brian michael Bendis. yeah it's so old it, guard it, it, it felt
3: a lot like a justice league unlimited episode which, which i is really like if yeah, you heard it's... our
2: dcau episode uh i think which i think is the previous one so if you've heard that episode, I think so did we have one it? I, I don't think so i
3: don't remember
2: maybe but yeah um
3: That's but um the MacGuffin of that uh, of that story is uh, it's a white lantern ring sort of deal, and like they don't like sit there and give you a bunch of like um,
2: they don't hit you with a wall of uh, text to like yeah to be yeah
3: of, of uh, exposition and shit of like this is what it is and this is it's like so like uh, they go after it, it like goes on to people um, and it's blank. And uh like when like someone's wearing it, they get sort of like they wake up in this kind of like void area, like it's obviously like a metaphorical space and everything. And like there's they're all very like uh saturated, but you see the colors of the um uh the like different lantern cords and everything in like the weird painting void they're in and like it made it seem like it didn't come out and say this it made it seem like this is a prototype ring of what it is and it's before they like split them off into different rings and everything or they're like oh let's just use will because will's the best and we can control that right. or whatever um so like a lot of that i was like oh this seems pretty cool and everything because it wasn't someone like oh i have this really cool like Idea that i'm gonna shove into the universe yeah. and also it's non-canonical so like even if you like you didn't like it you could bet yeah i could ignore that yeah because
2: i i get that i think the the prototype ring idea comes up maybe a little too often in yeah no in that that's comedy. that's definitely a fair thing um but i don't mind that idea you know i think i think there's some work you could do there i um but like the timeline doesn't exactly add up. Like, why did the manhunters use Will Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Which is who cares? But also mm-hmm. it's 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 why you're right, it's so hard to introduce new concepts to this really well-trodden ground.
3: Yeah. And um, and the, the the trick of it is you feel like there's a lot more to be explored in it, but like when you do it a lot of it's just rehashing like older stuff yeah like um i i know uh what was it there was um i i've been reading final crisis so they just came up in that there's the yeah no it fucking rules uh there's the um alpha Alpha Lanterns. lanterns in that and i know later on i think oh what are they called so the Alpha Lanterns are like the idea of it are these are like elite squad of Green Lanterns, right? And uh, they're kind of like I, I kind of see them as like a SWAT Lantern type deal, which and, is a cool idea. Yeah, they're treated I don't
2: like. I think explicitly it said that they are a SWAT kind of thing, but more eternal and fair yeah their the lanterns thing. you send after other lanterns mm-hmm. if they're doing something bad a la sinestro
3: yeah uh, which look after sinestro i guess is a pretty good idea to or have. how
2: when he became oh paralyzed. yeah when he
3: became paralyzed <laughs> look that's just a good uh fucking thing to implement uh but i know that sort of thing has been tried a couple of times uh like later on and even the first time i don't think I don't it, think like, it, immediately it totally landed. sells me yeah. yeah but like trying to do it over and over again i think just makes it worse and worse like there was the ones they were like all black and they had like purple uh energy constructs they like wore gimp suits i i think i forgot what they were called um and then like uh there was the it was it was some of the newer ones i i forget but i but yeah it seems like a lot of the new ideas that are trying to be introduced is like yeah this is sort of like we've already done this before Yeah,
2: even with stuff like i know it was huge um for a while when they were fighting dark side again as the justice league and it was everybody getting infused with different energies and getting different powers if mm-hmm. Superman got infected with the Omega Force or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I remember at, at that time, Green Lantern became, like, the embodiment of Omega Force or whatever. And he was, like, a god, basically. And it was so uninteresting
3: oh yeah and it, like that's already you already did that like so much more interesting with kyle rayner holding the entity
2: ion in him yeah and
3: that's like a green lantern becoming a god
2: And yeah yeah or, or even when again kyle rayner became the white lantern or how <laughs> became a white lantern or there's just so many other times where that same idea was done better and in that comic one of the few things that people do like about that moment Is there's a a relatively well written scene of how Jordan confronting his own held Christian beliefs with the idea of being a god, which is kind of goofy, but yeah. Um, And you know, you know, gods are very different.
3: Yeah, you know, little g gods in the DC universe are a very different thing to Christian God.
2: Yeah, dumb. But like, writing wise, him basically having a conversation with himself about his the philosophy he holds it wasn't a terrible thing but yeah I
3: think, you know you would stri- think that would come up though when he became the specter
2: yeah when
3: he's like actually i'm enforcing the will of god and i don't agree with a lot of it that even though like that's what a- i was getting it yeah
2: one not only does Hal have moments where that do you think that would have come up already but two that's one of the main things that simon vaz was written to talk about yeah his faith with his powers Mm -hmm. and you give it to hal jordan (laughs) (laughs) who if you hadn't you know if the comic didn't come right out and say it i don't know if i would have guessed he was
3: i yeah no look um (laughs) the the only ones i the only people that i like, no, in comics, that I'm like, oh, this is their religion. Or if it's someone who like struggles with that sort of thing, like Simon Bass, or if they're Jewish. Comics love to make oh, uh, Jewish yeah. characters so blat- blatantly obvious. And it rules. Yeah, it's, 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 it's,
2: I just, it's. I just watched the first episode of Moon Knight. It's out. Uh, I won't <laughs> try not to spoil anything because this isn't our spoiler full of Moon Knight. We'll do that when the show's over. Um, uh. Which, look, hey, uh, it's not great. It's fine.
3: I I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than I I thought I I was.
2: I enjoyed parts of it that I thought I would dislike, but I disliked parts of it that I thought I would enjoy
3: yeah Which, one, again
2: we'll get into yeah that in look the we'll episode.
3: get into that now but i'll say this so it's a positive thing while it's still a positive thing for me before i watch the show and it might be a negative thing i really like the fact that the show started off one of moon knight's non-dominant personalities yeah, i think dealing
2: with cool like it, that's a fun yeah, way to do it i i, I, thought that I like really that cool. i think oscar Isaac is doing a great job even his goofy he, his, his accent, voice his
3: voice is it's it's really goofy and you could tell it's fake and i don't know how people i like that he who, says, like interact with he are says
2: like, isn't it cheers bollocks and bloody hell in the first five minutes of being on screen it rules
3: yeah look it's uh, pretty good
2: but yeah uh um he's in the comics mark Spector is is of the jewish faith <laughs> and there's a really cool scene in the comics he's a big big jew yeah Of him of him talking about his Jewish faith and talking about like um you know part of what made him want to be a mercenary as a kid was uh interacting with people who hated Jews. Oh yeah. He was like, fuck (laughs) those guys. I'm gonna become strong as shit so I can kick their ass. Didn't he have Daredevil in him for a bit? uh no no yeah. it was
3: spider-man wolverine, wolverine and, and captain, captain america. america yeah I, I, it'd be pretty good to see like his catholic. jewish yeah catholic personality versus his jewish personality um but yeah Just, it rules uh, i wish he yeah. was
2: jewish or portrayed by a jewish actor at least um, but he's not, and it's fine, really. Yeah,
3: look, it's it's fine.
2: Um, honestly, yeah, it, Green Lantern, uh, it
3: probably won't even come up in the the show. No,
2: I doubt it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so Green Lantern is a cool character. I think. I, I think we've done a lot of talking about some of the negative aspects. Yeah, his, no, there's a lot. A but there's I a really lot of like
3: life. about Green Lantern, um, and
2: I like almost
3: all of them. Like, I, obviously, like. Guy Gardner is hard to like
2: but he's made <laughs> to be that way. Yeah, that's on purpose. Uh yeah, that he can be not charming, but he can fit a scenario. I, but I love is the farthest I, thing I would describe. Charming was the wrong word, but, he, <laughs> but but he can be used in a story, and you're like, oh, I'm glad Guy Gardner was in that story.
3: Yeah, he can really he can be a, a puzzle piece that you could really plug yeah.
2: into things. And that, everything. That's my point. Charming yeah, yeah. Is, is the wrong word. Right. Yeah, no, I
3: would not <laughs> describe him as charming. At
2: but all. but yeah, uh, um, but yeah, none of the lanterns barring the new ones who again i don't hate i just don't really have much of an opinion yeah
3: and i don't know enough of them to really criticize them that hard i've heard the Um, newest
2: one um joe mullen that's not her name i'm sorry i'm pretty sure that's her name mm -hmm. um she is the newest one she began in the far sector comics uh mm-hmm. which i've heard are kind of just cool sci-fi which hey yeah look that might be all right i might look into um, those i just no, got uh she was, uh, a, she was a, a cop before becoming a green lantern oh that's so, all right
3: yeah. that's that's my favorite thing about green lanterns i'll say they are is, cops. no how much their jobs come into who they are as oh green yeah lanterns. i love that so much. like yeah i love that uh how being a fighter pilot a fly boy is, yeah. yeah like a fly boy is such like an important part yeah and then when john stewart gets introduced him being an it architect so gif- and a an an military man, yeah and a
2: marine yeah and and, and, it, and you can see it in and one this is credit to the artist i i, I won't name yeah that. it's, one, it's know, when it
3: it's it doesn't happen all the time but, but when an artist really cool it, when it yeah. does
2: when an artist uh, who understands that difference gets a hold of those characters, and you can see in the way their constructs are drawn that they yeah, are, and just like made what they're stuff. making. Yeah. yeah.
3: Like, um, Hal Jordan is very much, he'll make like a big gun or a big, a big fist or something. Bat, yeah. He'll make fun, he'll make love. like fun stuff. Hit to with hit a train. With. Yeah. It, but, like, fucking uh, John Stewart's could be so, like, methodical in the way they're fucking built. And uh, then Kyle Rayner, him being an, an artist. artist yeah, he's is
2: so fantastic. Yeah. It's, he's uh, the Green Lantern that'll make a giant mech suit for no reason. He's yeah,
3: for, fan. yeah. Uh, and,
2: or I think there's a comic, oh, I don't know which, it might even be one of the crises. But just in an off background panel, it's them fighting some big threat in, like, a city. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, you can see everybody fighting. The city's all on fire. And just in the background, there's a giant green, like, sailor moon, basically, that, <laughs> that Kyle made May. to fight. Um, in what a big, big girl, a big fucking dork. Um, but yeah, I think it's said explicitly in the comics that... Uh, with John Stewart in particular, every single nut and bolt in one of his. Oh, yeah. Is there. If yeah. No,
3: you, you You like you could just tell and who they are in the, who they are. If if how uh, Jordan makes a gun, he makes the exterior of a gun. If, in the-
1: if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers.
2: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
3: Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues fly out yeah if john stewart made a gun that would be a fully you could take that apart piece <laughs> yeah. by piece and put it together uh, like a real yeah. gun.
2: It, it's it's like if hal jordan made a gun construct it might still just fire a laser yeah but if, if john stewart makes a gun it's gonna
3: fire the right yeah, caliber the right caliber the gun. right
2: kind of yeah bl- everything it, it's it's a great thing that I, it's a great amount of characterization kind of is their power yeah
3: it, it's so and it's fucking it good. only
2: possible in a character like green lantern where who they are it's as based a person, off imagination yeah, is imagine- yeah. their power is what they can imagine that's why you get things like even the character we don't like guy gardner he doesn't really he barely makes constructs he'll yeah make he'll make like a act. baseball bat yeah or, or a baseball bat and he'll just start swinging yeah but, cool
3: too. yeah but he his powers is more like he makes himself stronger right. and
2: like will have a brawl and everything no, that was a thing for a long time in those early guy Gardner comics it was he would tell his ring to subconsciously tone his muscles hell so yeah he could be buff. <laughs> yeah that's such a good move
3: yeah so much of them have their own personalities it like just Fucking so deep in their character. And even like I like there's just like small little problems that each of them will have because like um there was one uh thing I was reading, oh, what was it? I think it was Green Lantern. Oh, I f- I forgot what it was. Uh but it it, it focuses on Kyle Rayner and it's during the time when it's like just Kyle and like uh how Jordan's a specter and shit like that. And uh, he's in his apartment and a villain gets to drop on him because he takes off his ring when he's drawing because it weighs down his pencil and that's annoying to him. And he's like, No, I can't wear this. <laughs> and a villain breaks into his apartment and he gets knocked across the room. And like, I, I think it's at a time when they kind of just summon
2: their ring. Yeah, to- especially so Kyle. Kyle never could.
3: Yeah. So he's trying to haul his ass across the room because he's like, No, I don't want to, I, I want to draw good right now. And huh. it's, it's such a good little character moment
2: (laughs) um yeah and and i think i think that's just a really interesting thing that i don't know again maybe this isn't true but from what i have seen of these new lanterns isn't i don't know these lanterns from job and i don't know what their character brings to their construct yeah
3: um i know um the biggest thing character trait i know about these characters is uh jessica cruz who i think she's got a really interesting like character uh, for being a green lantern um and they explored this a very in,
2: convoluted arc in the yeah, actual comics
3: yeah no it is but um i think it's simplified and explored pretty well in, in that animated the, one uh, yeah, versus the fatal
2: five yeah just versus the fatal five. Yeah,
3: she she had a really traumatic experience where she was basically taken hostage and everything, and like that causes her to feel like this great fear. Where yeah, she's, she's got massive anxiety attacks and stuff like that. Um, but because she could work herself through those and everything that's, that's the ability like really to overcome shows great how much fear. of her overcoming great fear but she still feels the fear she needs to overcome right, is, that's never which, yeah that's problem. never that's not what
2: the lanterns are about mm-hmm. it's not about feeling no fear it's about being able to fight the fear that you do feel to get something done. Yeah, but I don't think that's shown as, like, they. that's a
3: concept, like, they show with the Green
2: Lanterns. But every other Green Lantern is also just super brave as
3: shit. Yeah, like, like a couple of times you'll have Hal Jordan, where he, like, doubts
2: himself or whatever. Or Kyle was big on it, because he he actually wasn't chosen for his ability to over. Yeah, he pressure. was chosen
3: because like and the Gantler Green Lanterns the were dead. Yeah, Ganthet <laughs> were like brought a fucking ring and he's like, oh my God, there's somebody other than me.
2: Take this <laughs> ring, please. And up Kyle, and, yeah, uh, okay. Kyle was pissing in the back alley of a bar. <laughs> and yeah, it was like, you're the first person I've seen. I mean, lucky ring.
3: lucky to God that fucking uh, Kyle Rayner was like a fucking anime protagonist and he's like the most special Green Lantern yeah, ever.
2: <laughs> he's the only other Green Lantern that gets half as much like creator love mm-hmm. as Hal. Yeah. How was the first lantern once all the new colors are introduced to wear every single color? Mm -hmm. But after him, it was Kyle. And Kyle is like the best lantern. Yeah, he's like like the
3: the best all around lantern and everything. And most of the time, that would. Be something that I'm like, oh, this character isn't interesting or anything. Like I don't care. Yeah. They're so OP, but yeah, Kyle's got so much personality that it's like, oh, yeah, God. I love seeing him with all this power oh, and yeah. everything. Uh,
2: uh, his time as Green Lantern, because there's if you don't, if you're not aware in the comics, uh, dear listener. There's a thing where Green Lanterns and Flashes are just friends.
3: Yeah, it's a favorite beat. I like it. Since the
2: original two.
3: Yeah, each Green Lantern and each Flash have a best friend of the other one. So you have... Alan Scott, the first Green Lantern, who we haven't really talked about much. We should who, He rules. Yeah, he, he fucking rules. He was friends with the original Flash, Jay Garrett. Then you have the next generation of that, of Hal, Hal Jordan and Barry, and Barry Allen. Then you have great the friends. next generation of that, of Kyle Rayner and uh, Wally West.
2: Which is and, one of my uh, favorites in all of comics.
3: Yeah, no. So, Kyle, We I, I hate that it's not a three-way friendship, really, but because I really love the friendship between Wally West and Dick Grayson, and yes. I really like the friendship between uh, Wally West and, and Kyle Rayner. But and Kyle and Dick never really interact. interact or anything, and that could have been like a really cool like
2: I know trinity of do people, that yeah. With because um, they do the same thing with Tim Drake, Connor Kent, and Cassie Sandsmark. Mm-hmm. where all three of them are great friends and there's a lot to play around there. Mm-hmm. Uh or and... even uh,
3: uh uh Superboy impulse and Tim Drake again when yeah, they young. Yeah, Justice. they do the same thing with them.
2: Yeah, uh, and and it rules and it's you're right, it's a missed opportunity to not really have him interact with Grace and much at Yeah, all.
3: and especially in new comics too where again kyle gets shafted on that where uh dick grayson is such an important person to wally west when he returns and everything like he's like oh i'm so happy to be back with my best friend right but he never gets that with kyle It sucks because they yeah. were
2: really good friends yeah they <laughs> fucking were it like all of them are good friends and all of them feel like friends like barry and Hal have a great relationship yeah alan and jay have a great relationship but but Kyle Be- and Wally because feel... they sort of grew up together right. because they're um, similar
3: age and, yeah and... they started young and they sort of grew into the superhero mantle and both of them were picking up the mantle right. from someone who was like this big they, deal they beforehand they
2: friendship that none of the other ones really do where they feel like genuine like like it's not just yeah oh, you feel like wally west friends.
3: yeah but you feel like wally west and, and uh kyle rayner are really good friends
2: not just flash, flash and, green, and green, green lanterns are friends yeah it's it's the idea that like it, if neither of them had ever gotten abilities or powers they might still just be friends
3: yeah they could they hang out all the time and everything it rules and i love that um during their time of taking up the mantles and everything uh they were both dealing with the fact that we're taking up the mantles and that they were both the new kids on the justice oh, league yeah
2: we're we batman and superman and wonder woman have been there since forever mm-hmm. and they're like hey yeah we're the new guys yeah like i i guess we'll figure out as we go that's my biggest thing
3: like i'm when i'm reading final crisis right now it reminds me so much that uh, like pre new 52 and like flashpoint and everything uh the dc universe felt like it was aging like yeah its like, like they would try everything. not to but like, there was yeah. an
2: inertia to it with like batman or, or superman mm-hmm. but but there was a, a tangible like at least with the Green Lanterns and the Flashes, you could but tell yes, time the past
3: Yeah, through. but even with Batman and Superman, they wouldn't age really, but the world around them would. Yes. Like Batman going through the Robins and everything. Connor becoming like, like
2: an actual man.
3: Yeah, and then you have Tim Drake who, like, for one, Dick Grayson actually grew from Kid Robin to like his own hero, Dick Grayson. But you had that same thing going with Tim Drake. Whereas, like, New 52, like, how long has been fucking Damien around? But since, like, 2008, and he's been the same He's been,
2: yeah, like 12. Kid? yeah for like,
3: for all they, of it. Even, Hell, even John gets the yeah, age. Yeah, <laughs> John, well, yeah, they, they had to, like, uh, do something to avoid that, like, to explain that, because he goes into a wormhole, comes back out, like, 10 years older or whatever, so he's, like, 17 or whatever. And that's really weird, too. That brings up a weird thing where, like, he can't really hang out with Damien anymore because yeah. he's so age and they've sort of made
2: big thing with, and it was a comic I never liked. Super, Sons, Super Yeah, Sons where comic. they
3: were like because I'm not were huge on
2: John and, and I'm not huge on Damien, so it was yeah. a comic as a whole just didn't appeal to me.
3: And yeah, look but everything- it, it did a
2: lot for people to like Damien a little bit Yeah. More.
3: Um, but like everything we said about the Green Lantern Flash uh, friendship, I don't feel like it's the same with the Super Sons. I feel like they hang out because their dads are friends, and like, <laughs> and like, uh, yeah.
2: And they really fucking, should have leaned into that. It should have been like, hey, we're not friends, but our dads like to hang out. Yeah, Do you want and, to play Nintendo or something? And
3: like John was like, oh, like this is a cool superhero kid. I really want him to like me and everything. And then like. Was-
2: this, I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. I'm an asshole. I don't know why I'm making him groo from Despicable Me. <laughs> what? That's your fucking groo impression
3: of the
2: penguin. Oh, so uh, I, I recently rewatched The Batman again, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I can't stop doing the penguin. I can't
3: stop being the penguin.
2: <laughs> like, uh, it was in the car with my girlfriend because the reason we went to go see it is she hadn't seen it, so we went and watched it. Um, And just in the car, she's like doing lines and then I'm like the penguin. She's teeing me up for penguin (laughs) impressions. by saying the line that comes before a penguin line, and then I get to say the penguin line. It Such rolls. a fucking dorky thing to do. I love the penguin <laughs> in that movie. He's amazing.
3: Yeah, look, Penguin is all around. He's a fucking shining star in that really good movie. The movie but anyways. Uh, yeah, we've had um, enough of Batman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking, um, I, I'm i so disappointed with how much it feels like, because like, it, I'm, I'm listening, I, I'm uh, reading final, I'm usually listening to stuff, but now I got the DC infinite, so I'm going back, back, vlogging. But hey, it's, if you want to be. Yeah, look, it's, it's, it's pretty nice to have, I got an, I just got an iPad not too long ago, so like, i wasn't big on reading digital comics because i'd usually have to do it on like my laptop or when it was a tv app on my roku i had the dc (laughs) infinite to watch the dc stuff i would sit there and flip between the comics and that sucked but it's so fucking nice to have like a tablet and read a comic (laughs) like right there and so having that is really nice but because i have that i'm like oh fuck yeah i'm like reading all these good DC comics and everything. And yeah, it's so, because like you have stuff like I mentioned earlier, Rene Montoya, as a question, you have like legacies picking up where characters were, like Wally West, where you had Barry Allen die and Wally West became the Flash. And then he got a family and like got married and had kids and everything. And that's just, his status quo is such a hard wall in dc now and it's so disappointing and, and that's the thing it, you're right it didn't used to be like it was a, it, it was a wall, yeah it yeah, was a it was, wall. yeah it was the wall yeah there was definitely like oh this is what superman is and when a character like dies or whatever after a while we we'll want to bring back that yeah and, and whatever and
2: re- method we're bringing them back also deages ages them so it's yeah, nice yeah
3: and but like even with that bringing back characters with such a big deal for it, like, that would be such a part of who they were, like, when Barry came back, he's like, I, I've been gone for so long, yeah. and, like, same thing with um uh Hal Jordan, when he came back, and he had, like, a lot of, like, I, I need to, like, repent, quote-unquote, for, Yeesh. like, the sins I've caused. I should have known
2: he was so religious.
3: <laughs> or he's like, I need to make up for, like, all the trouble I did, and then, like, with Green Lanterns, Blackest Night was such a big Blackest deal, Night because...
2: Was- so it, cool
3: yeah it was so cool and it, it it the crux of the story is all these people who died and came back that's like a leading force of what's right causing and then in brightest day
2: on. brightest day was such a fun comic book one because it, it dealt with a lot of the cool new green lantern stuff but two it was the first like big crossover event and it did have some of it but it wasn't about a fight It kind of does the heroes in crisis thing better than heroes Mm -hmm. in crisis where these heroes, who have been brought back to life by the White Lantern Ring, are like, All right, well, I got this literal new leaf oh, life, yeah. And, and like, they were myself? all
3: brought back for a reason, right. by the White Lanterns,
2: and like, Oh, what
3: is it? Like, why am I even here? And, and, and like,
2: grown, like, regular yeah. man, dead man was wandering around trying to because he was like,
3: Oh, yeah, dead man was such a
2: good part <laughs> of that. A rule where he's like, I was a ghost for ages, that was my thing, <laughs> and then he gets brought back as like a regular, like, a shitty man, like, he's not in great shape yeah he's his relationships are still in the shitter he tries to get back in contact with like the family oh yeah that existed and
3: dead man is the foreshadowing for that in uh darkest night was so like it was so like it felt powerful when all these heroes are being brought back to life and he's like right there laying next to his grave and he's like what if i get brought back what happens to me i'm not in my body like i'm a separate thing and he's like so worried about it's it's a great
2: moment because he's full of anxiety and you can see him start going through the process like for i know at the beginning of that comic he's sitting there and he's like Hey, look. Maybe it'll pop out of the ground, and I'll jump into it, possess it, and I'm basically just back, baby. Mm-hmm. And then, he, as he sits there for longer, he's like, oh, wait, "What if it comes back and I just disappear? What yeah, if it comes it's... back and it's?" And he just starts fucking slamming himself with this anxiety. It's so thoughts, fucking good, and and it's great. Um, and then it doesn't come back. His body just remains yeah there as far as I'm aware.
3: Because I I think it's because his body wasn't a big superhero that died or his body
2: because the whole point of the black lanterns if if you're not aware listener is that they were specific they weren't just every dead body came back to life it was specifically they need to get emotions out of other people to drain them of their Mm -hmm. life and their emotion to keep themselves going so the black lantern ring went on to people who would cause other people to have strong emotions Mm -hmm. like Oh my god, that's my parents, that's my son, that's somebody who's gonna be like, Oh, holy shit, mm-hmm. this is impactful, and then Boston or Banks, even
3: yeah, like the big ones, it's oh that's superman, right? It's so a yeah. fear
2: or or mm-hmm. or or hope, even. Yeah, or
3: um, like all the emotions Superman has given to people and stuff right. that's like
2: important. Um and so because nobody gave a shit about Boston Brand, it just never felt it's the So yeah, back. it's
3: so sad. And it because there isn't a big because I know like when it first started happening, it was like um uh Jace uh I think it was Jason Rush. Uh, was the one who was brought back or no, the great
2: other, ronnie uh, ronnie back.
3: raymond yeah it was going through their identity names right and how big and important that was and like that's just not the case with dead man dead, and
2: nobody gave a shit about Dead. like nobody cares about dead man yeah one that's a great moment there and then they they use that when he does eventually come back to life <laughs> as a man And, like, he tries to get in contact with people, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah, no. so he's sitting there. He's at, like, a diner because this is the first time he's been able to eat food since forever. And he's, like, eating food, and he's happy. And then he just sits there. He's like, my stomach hurts. I ate too much. (laughs) Nobody's returning my calls. And he just sits at a diner in full dead man regalia with the trench coat (laughs) over so nobody stares, holding the white lantern ring in his hand he's just like this fucking sucks why'd they bring me back
3: yeah no and like the, all the brightest day like it was so interesting like exploring why and everything these specific ones for one it was the ones who like died recently like martian manhunter yes. the hawks and everything weird that like it was three hawk people it was hawk from hawk and Dove, hawk man and hawk girl i yeah, like if i was that weird like, did, did being a Hawk-themed person have something to do with it? Because, like, because like they were trying, I think it was, like, 12 of them got brought back or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. yeah, and they're trying to figure out why all of them and why these ones. I right. bet, like, be, well, a quarter of us are, like, Hawk-themed. You think that's got something yeah, to do it's with it? I think that's
2: got something to do with it. I think it just loves Hawks. <laughs> I think the White Lantern loves Hawks um but yeah like those are great comics and and they do like i was saying they do the whole heroes in crisis of like sitting there and pondering their place yeah in the that's world that's
3: and, something i i really like i love the concept of heroes in crisis um and uh like i think we mentioned it before yeah, I think but it's, it's done before. very well in um young justice where they have an right. episode I think it where came it's out, just this as, is
2: from our young Justice yeah. episode.
3: Or it's just a therapy episode It's right. superheroes in therapy It's such an interesting concept to me but that i hate that I... add
2: all the rest of it too.
3: yeah well it, it, that too but uh all that wally west bullshit too but i i hate that it got shafted so hard in that and like it's like <sighs> but yeah that that uh arc has a lot of good moments like that where they're not specifically sitting in therapy
2: talking to a therapist but they are or sitting there like contemplating yeah. themselves contemplating why they're here on earth mm-hmm. which look don't if you couldn't tell i'm in college but uh those are big concepts those are ideas that people like to think about they're not just yeah, it's,
3: it's mostly just well i'm here to do whatever and i'll get it um, done i'll yeah, do like, things at my own pace i'd and, be a good superhero
2: there's um, a lot of cool history like you were saying that feels like it grows with the universe pre-flashpoint especially in the green lantern universe. Yeah, there is the relationship of Hal Jordan and Sinestro which mm-hmm. goes it, it wasn't always this way but Jeff Johns sort of recontextualized it where you know Sinestro's the one who trained Hal mm-hmm. and and then he goes evil and then they're enemies and then
3: Yeah, it goes from mentorship to friendship to conflict to enemies right. and then like after that they have to start working together again right feel, during like, blackest, blackest night,
2: night. right and, and and there's a great moment in blackest night uh, the the like huge crux of the ending of it where like through rebirth leading up to blackest night Hal jordan like i said has worn every single color of rain <laughs> and suddenly they're presented with a white entity and somebody's got a fuse with them to fight necron and how's like, I guess it's me. I guess it's time for Hal to wear another ring. And then Sinestro's like, no, asshole, it's my turn. Pushes yeah. him over and leaps in. It, well, Yeah, because, I mean, he's not the greed guy, but he should be.
3: He's, oh, like, yeah. he, he's so much, oh, power? Don't mind if I do.
2: <laughs> but it's
3: so fucking good. Uh,
2: and then, like, I don't know. Like, there are ideas that work. The, the uh, new ideas brought in during those arcs are good in a way that the, the ones brought in during scott snyder's run aren't and because and, they seem more character motivated there's mm-hmm. a great mini series just after blackest night uh in the midst of brightest day but not really connected to it called uh lex luther um hunt for the black ring i think um because in blackest night there's a moment where a bunch of people on earth are just given rings Because they need the help right here, right now. Yeah, yeah.
3: That's where you (laughs) get like Blue Lantern Flash and uh,
2: Violent I think Yellow Lantern,
3: Batman and shit Uh, like that. Oh, yeah. Scarecrow. That's where it was. Um,
2: You get, you know, the Atom as uh, an Indigo Lantern, that kind of stuff. You get a bunch of those. Mm -hmm. One of those is they give Lex Luthor an orange ring and he loves it. And after he goes away, because it's a temporary thing, he's like, all right. Well, I want one of those again. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you, why do you think he got the orange yeah. ring? And, <laughs> and he's he's sitting there and he does some research to do it and he's like, okay, orange ring was cool, but we all had to team up together to fight that black ring, so that must be better. Yeah. Yeah. No, and so he goes on the hunt for one, and throughout the entire comic, uh, this will be big for you, Sandman heads. Um, <laughs> the the entity of death from Sandman. She looks like a goth girl. Mm-hmm. um keeps popping up throughout his quest to be like dude don't do this it's not going to lead to <laughs> something good it's not going to be good for you just don't i'm literally the embodiment of death don't do it and he's like nah i think i'm gonna do it yeah he's like nah i'm smarter than you yeah asshole and i know a, what i'm doing and it's a great comic and, and yeah And it's, I don't know if you're ever going to get anything like that out of say the sage force or the strength force or, or the ultraviolet lanterns. I don't know if you're going to get something that interesting. I just don't think, yeah, no, that's my, I,
3: I feel so much and like, we talk uh, every time we talk about dc we talk about how much we don't like like and it makes us angry of uh what like uh, comics are doing especially dc comics are doing nowadays and how everything is but i've been going back and reading that stuff like final crisis uh blackest night and stuff is a big one i've i haven't been fully reading but because of the rpg and there's a lot of ideas where i'm like oh i want to for one i need to twist it to fit in this rpg i kind of just want to put my own spin on things yeah which is and funny. everything That's like yeah part of the point
2: of yeah no
3: it is uh so i i've been looking through the ideas for that and everything but i've sort of just gotten sad with how comics don't have the same feeling as magic as they yeah, do but... i get such a and like like, such a charm and magic is the best yeah no I, you,
2: you're absolutely right there's there's a there's a, a frenetic energy to to comics of a certain time period that I, maybe it's just because i'm i've outgrown the target demographic maybe it's just that i've got nostalgia but, but
3: a lot of this stuff is stuff for me that like when i was a kid like i uh when i was younger I like looked into and everything, but a lot of it, I haven't sat down and fully read. And I'm doing that now as an adult, and I'm still getting that yeah, same that, feeling. That's from what a,
2: like, like, for me, it is a lot more nostalgia driven. You know, I read All the mm-hmm. Blackest Night week to week with my dad. Like we would we would get them. In the yeah. Mail, stop whatever we were doing and read those comics right there. And then I've got almost all of Blackest Night in a trunk underneath my bed right Fuck now. Yeah, dude. Um, so like these comics do mean a lot to me nostalgically. You know what I mean? And, and it can be hard to be like, well, maybe you know, it could be hard not to think of myself as old man yells at cloud. Yeah. Maybe. It, no, I can't be me. It's the children who are wrong. You know, it can be hard to be like, "Yeah, look, it probably just is," but I, you know, I, I, I post a challenge to you, person who loves Scott Snyder and is somehow still listening to this. Go back and read. <laughs> Nobody, who loves, Nobody who loves Scott Snyder. Nobody who loves Scott Snyder. Yeah, I, listening to this. I
3: really want to get someone's opinion, and maybe we should ask our friend Nesto, who is real into dark knight medals and everything sit him down with something like blackest night have him read that and see how he feels about that Right. because i i really i need a test i need a control i I want to
2: see something yeah Yeah. i want to i want to understand because if there is anything that appeals to to both you know what i mean yeah because because obviously new stuff doesn't appeal to me so maybe old stuff isn't gonna appeal to that's what i'm thinking Yeah. yeah is there no bridge to there well, there's and gotta there be, to be because yes, yeah, there because there's
3: be. there's people nowadays who are still reading comics and still right. enjoying comics who have been since the '80s and everything. Uh, so there's gotta be something in there. I just uh, it's, I just it's can't baffling. Know why. To
2: me. Even even something that like I hated, it, but you liked or whatever, or maybe you liking it is kind of just a bit. But uh, DC is very similar. Oh, no, the me life.
3: liking it is just a bit. Okay. I I enjoy how goofy <laughs> it is. And I'm like, fuck, yeah, this is so stupid. But it, the thing is, it's, okay, so it's goofy and it's stupid. And it's not like, it's so un, it's so unself-aware that it's got to be self aware on what it is. <laughs> when most of the other stuff in DC just isn't. isn't. isn't.
2: Yeah. You, you cannot tell me. That I'm not supposed to think Scott Snyder thinks he's a genius. You can't, yes, You
3: cannot tell me that I'm not supposed to think that the Batman who laughs is the
2: coolest new villain right. to ever be uh, introduced. You, you can't tell me that like. I'm supposed to see that as satire. I'm supposed to see that. As yeah, a but DC no. has like one of its like
3: variant, big variant covers is a parody of it with like them holding the balloon and everything. I'm like, they gotta know how goofy and stupid this is. And if it's someone sitting, there, I'd be like, yeah, this is fucking rule or whatever. It's
2: it's one of the toms. It's either Tom King or Tom Taylor. I want to say Tom Taylor, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm um but that it sucks i hate that
3: it song. no it's not good it's not good it's garbage but um i think it's a lot of the same fun i get from not lately because it's sort of just become boring garbage but like the mid-seasons of flash <laughs> the show cw is the flash i like this is all stupid and dumb and like goofy but it's so ramped up to that point it's taking itself so seriously it's actually enjoyable for me to watch and like i i get a lot of the same thing from deceased um but uh yeah i most comics nowadays and everything it's you know it's not that you know they're like talking about how fucking cool and everything it is uh so it's it's just not the same but yeah i yeah. i i, I want to know somebody who does enjoy uh like fully enjoy this i i know like ernesto said he did but i don't know if he actually sat down and read i don't like everything or he's just like oh this is cool this is batman yeah yeah um which like which i can see a, a lot of
2: him i understand that. yeah like, no i get it fair. he doesn't
3: read comics and he's he's a simple man and i can appreciate yeah. that for him um but yeah i want to i want to get someone who knows uh, like what's going on and who enjoys it and doesn't
2: enjoy the stuff of the past
3: and then i want to get someone who enjoys both and
2: compare and contrast I, with yeah everybody. and i i really just want to find somebody who enjoys both and ask why yeah, look, if you enjoy both, yeah. let us know. Maybe we'll bring you on the podcast. I, genuinely, genuinely, nothing in my body would like want to hate these comics. Nothing. Dude, if you could flip a switch yeah, and make it, me be make like, me like, love oh, comics I've, I've, again, dude, I'd be so happy. I'm so fucking thankful. Genuinely, I wish I liked comics now because I love comic books. And I just don't, and that sucks. Yeah, so maybe... So if you've got some reasoning, something that makes it so... If you've got the fucking magic bullet that will convince me to love this stuff, genuinely hit me with it. Like, I yeah. need that.
3: Maybe what I'm sort of finding right now is because of uh, the main DC universe being as dumb and dog shit it is, uh, the sort of Elseworlds stuff and whatnot they're doing—that I—I I haven't read all of it. I don't know. I'm not saying this is a suspicion I have. Yeah, this is a suspicion I have, where if I focus more on those sort of things, I'll enjoy comics more, like I did with this Batman universe. I'm re-going through uh, White Knight. Uh, yes, because, I've been thinking
2: about doing that as well, I yeah, really because I really liked White Knight Batman when I read Beyond it. White yes, Knight that, that sounds really out. cool. Um, yeah, like, uh, there, I don't know, because i like there's these which is an elsewhere, which sucks. yeah and then there's, there's
3: like tales of the dark multiverse and
2: there's, dark knights of steel uh, yeah i recently started reading those they suck they're not good like like the art is amazing you know we I, we I think we've said this before but comic book art has never looked better it looks amazing nowadays the story isn't very good
3: it's 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 bad
2: um yeah, look, uh, yeah, if oh, we you haven't
3: talked about Alan Scott.
2: Alan Scott's
3: pretty cool. He's got his he's he's just a swell dude. I like that wood fucks
2: him up. That's yeah, funny that's as funny.
3: hell.
2: Um, I love uh, the bit, I think it's one of his first comics where he's fighting like a crowd of people and they can't really do anything to him until somebody throws the park bench through his force <laughs> <field> and <he laughs> smashes him in the head. That's great, that's super fun.
3: <laughs> fuck yeah dude uh look i love jsa part uh stuff he's one of the big reasons yeah. him and jay garrett we are like
2: about jsa's in particular yeah we never did cover that movie that we watched that oh movie. yeah why didn't we do that we should <laughs> we should have done that anyway yeah. uh if you have some some opinions you want to share with us if you have some stuff that you want to talk to us about modern comics or old or
3: comics, old comics
2: um you can hit us up with that kind of stuff at our email uh the atomic email at gmail.com
3: um yeah or our social medias like our instagram with uh atomic android 2020
2: or our twitter at atomic androids uh and like we said last time i mean it's it's no longer andrew's birthday so don't feel morally <laughs> obligated to do so but if if it ain't any trouble you could leave us a review on whatever app you're using to listen to this podcast. You can tell a friend. Yeah, about telling our a friend is and great. Look, it, it seems like some of you have done that. Yeah, got we, that we, we, spike. We,
3: we, it seems like when we ask for that, um, and I don't want to ask for it every time so it doesn't be like, yeah, yeah it just stops working. Uh, so we'll, I guess we'll keep that in mind. But like, we'll ride this train right now. Uh, telling a friend uh, it does it does great for us. So it seems like we could actually see the numbers jump, which is nice. So uh, thank you, and thank you to your friends. And hey, if your friend told you about this podcast, go up to them, look Give them in kiss. the eye, and be like, "Why'd you do this to me?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> These guys hate Scott Snyder. I, I you know Scott Scott how.
3: Snyder. <laughs> Yeah, if you're like Bill Snyder or whatever, Scott Snyder's brother. um, uh, Zack Snyder, sorry. Uh, If you're Zack Snyder, Scott Snyder's brother, um, then we're sorry. I don't
2: dislike you as a person. I just don't think you're as good of a writer as you think you are.
3: Look, I'll, I'll give some of your more praise stuff a chance. I was thinking about reading Batman Black Mirror which I hear is some of your best works, Scott Snyder, not Zack Snyder. Um, And look, uh, I don't want to be mean if you're listening to this right now. That's not that high of a bar,
2: dude. (laughs) Like, what's Uh, the bar under that? Court of Owls? Cool. Which which is some cool, again, it's some cool concepts, but isn't actually that good. All
3: right,
2: we'll catch you around later,
3: Scott Snyder.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.
3: Well, uh, well you'll hear
2: us next week. We keep yeah. saying we'll see we'll you guys see next you. week, we'll but you. we've yet, yet to see us. you guys. And, and yeah, we're not going to show ourselves. And you you'll hear us yourself. next week if
3: we don't die. Or if we do. Or if one of us dies. If one of us dies, the other one will make a final tribute episode, um, and then this podcast is going in the bid
2: bin universe
3: yeah that's what that'll be called bin universe where we talk about bin and bout of all our favorite fictional bin universes
2: bye bye
3: boom Seinfeld uh, I ripped ass. I don't know if that got picked up on audio.
1: <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.